Will you remain standing as you're able, either in body and spirit, as we recite together the Shema as Jesus would have as he went before God every day of his life. We'll do it together responsively and then in English in unison. Shema Israel. Adonai Eloheinu. Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Our scripture this morning comes from the 17th chapter of Exodus. I'll start in verse 8. Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, choose some men for us and go fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I'll stand on top of the hill with the shepherd's rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him. He fought with Amalek while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel would start winning the battle. Whenever Moses lowered his hand, Amalek would start, would start winning. But Moses' hands grew tired, so they took a stone and put it under Moses so he could sit down on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on each side of him, so that his hands remained steady until sunset. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this as a reminder on a scroll and read it to Joshua. I will completely wipe out the memory of Amalek under the sky. Moses built an altar there and called it, The Lord is my banner. He said, The power of the Lord's, of the Lord's banner. The Lord is at war with Amalek in every generation. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. When I first read the sermon topic and saw that it was about helping Moses and communities working together, I thought, great, I can talk about how we're all in this together and then say amen and I'm done. You see, that's how many of us say and what many of us say and think when we're in groups or organizations and we want to absolve ourselves of too much responsibility. When we want to say, I've given my money or the amount of time I've designated and I've said my prayers and I'm done for now. But the more I read the scripture... And study, the more I realized that the church is a different community and that we have to give a different definition of community than we have for any other organization than what we're a part of. M. Scott Peck defined the church community as a group that is learning how to communicate honestly with each other, whose relationships go deeper than their masks of composure, and who are developing some significant commitment to rejoice together, mourn together, and to delight in each other and make other conditions, others' conditions their own. That 
definition makes the church the vehicle to bring God's kingdom here on earth. And each one of us are the tools that he will use to do that. So you may be asking yourself, well, what does that have to do with the story in Exodus? And more importantly, what does that have to do with my life today? Well, let's look at the story. The Israelites are about to go into battle for the first time against the Amalekites. Moses is given instructions on what everyone needs to do. Joshua and the warriors that he, are cho- that he has chosen are to go and fight. Aaron and her are to accompany him to the top of the hill. And Moses is going to stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God raised during the battle. Sounds easy enough, right? But think back to the last time you worked in any group. Was getting that task done easy? And think about what we know about the Israelites. They have been complaining about the leadership. They don't have enough water to drink. They haven't had enough food to eat. And I'm sure somewhere in the ranks that there, there were people who were questioning and second-guessing. And on top of that, there was fear that they were going to have to do this for the first time all on their own since leaving Egypt. They felt lonely, vulnerable, anxious, and afraid. But for whatever reason, everyone went where they were needed. And the scripture tells us that when Moses' hands were up, the Israelite army prevailed. But as he grew tired and his hands lowered, the Amalekites began to win. So Aaron and Hur brought him a rock to sit on, and one stood on each side of him to hold up his arms until the battle was over at the end of the day. This story is intricate and has many parts and layers weaving through it. It is written like a beautiful symphony that has to be taken apart a line at a time to see the depth of its meaning. The first thing that we can glean from the story is that everyone did their part, even in the face of fear and adversity, and maybe even the idea that they were able to do it better, they did what needed to be done. As God's people, sometimes we must, as the community of faith, rise up and be bold and get the job done. Yes, we're afraid, and we know that times are difficult, but we also know that we serve a mighty and loving God whose kingdom will prevail. The second thing is that we all have a job to do. Sometimes that job is well suited to us. Sometimes it may seem that it's not. We can look at Moses. We see him holding up God's staff and we know that as a leader of the Israelite people, he has an important job to do. In our church community, we have leaders who willingly come forward 
to help do the work of the kingdom. Sometimes that's the job of pastors and paid staff, but many times the best person for that job may be sitting in the pew next to you. Or maybe that is you. They are people who hear God calling them to start a ministry or help with a ministry somewhere. Maybe you're being called to be a leader somewhere in God's kingdom. Or maybe you're being called to be Aaron or her. To be by someone's side, holding up their arms to help them fulfill God's mission for the church. These people that support the leadership give them strength and counsel and simply a helping hand as they go about doing what they do. Maybe you're being called to be an Aaron or her today. And then there's Joshua and the Israelite warriors. These are the people who are down in the valley doing the fighting. These are the people who are in the trenches. These are the ones who take a beating and keep coming back because they know who they're fighting for. They're the people who are willing to keep everything going. Maybe you're being called today to be a warrior. Now, it would be easy enough to say, pick one and go to it. And that's the end. Or simply say, I choose to be Aaron or her because I know no one's going to ever ask me to do anything. Or I choose Moses because that way it'll get done the way I want. Or I don't have to let anyone help me or support me. Or I want to be... Moses and try to hold the staff up all alone until I'm so weary that I can't go on anymore. But I don't think that's the real or the complete message here. I believe that at some point in our lives, we're all called to serve in all three positions. But what I'm asking you to do today is to listen to what God is calling you to do right now, today. Tomorrow, you may need to do a different job for the kingdom. But for today, listen to the voice. Where is God asking you to be, me to be? Today, how is he asking me to help his kingdom today? The final point is the most important for us and was the most important to the Israelite people. The Israelite people found out that they were not alone, that God was there partnering with them. He had stopped doing everything for them and had begun to let them see that with him beside them, all things were possible. 
The same is true for us as a community of faith. This story is about God teaching the Israelite community how to live and work in obedience and faith. You see, just as Matt told us a few weeks ago, God wants to share the stage with us. And in this story, God shares the stage with the community of faith to show them that he was with them so that they would know how he has always been with them. And he knew that he needed to teach them this before they got to the promised land. It's the same for us. God is always with us, guiding us and teaching us that not only is he going to guide and support us, but he's given us a community of faith to lean on and help us. You see, we often think that we have to go it alone, and that is never true. There is always someone there for us to go to if we just take the time to reach out and trust in the plan that God has for us. So the question for us today is, are we ready to lean on our community and do what God needs us to do? The answer is inside each of us. Amen.